relax. Those beats mean you're now listening to the very real people and places that supply your high. This is Grown Local with Billy Wayne Davis and Mike McGowan. I got a front row seat to the podcast today. It's great. I mean, well, got to do live. We hope it's more we often. hope it's great. I do want to thank you publicly. You you were the the man who made sure I got the the new proxy from Puffco, sure. and it was. And I was telling them, I don't know if I told you, but what's so funny about it was like, like I I have the pen, and the pen is great. Because sure. and I got the pen because like I'm not huge into concentrates like it's not my I love I love it it's and but I was like I do like concentrates I like the people that make them I like the kind of culture around it too sure. so I like to be aware of it and then I I understand the taste part like when you have really good stuff you're like oh I see what you lunatics are talking about <laughs> <laughs> sure. But like, oh, that's why you have a blowtorch. Yes, closet. where it's like, yeah, because if you're introduced to it like in the wrong way, you're just like, these are just people that are just like, can't get high. It's like a lot of them when you talk to them, you're like, yeah, man, I used to do heroin or I was a crackhead. You're like, I'm glad you found this. This is great. <laughs> but then, you know, Mike and some people like, and then my friend Jordo, and he just kind of showed me one day, like he's like, no, this is what this is, and I was like. Oh, this is this is great. And then in Humboldt, we went to some facilities that almost blew us up at. And then <laughs> they gotta warn you, don't take a phone in there. I was just walking <laughs> in places and they were like like the way everyone reacted, I was like, I've done. I knew to keep the eye on you. I was like, okay. It was it's early. like watching a toddler because they're so excited about everything. <laughs> and they're like looking at everything. You're like, dude, you're about to smack your head on that sharp thing. It so, was, I know how to act in a lot of those places now, but early on it was, you were definitely right. <laughs> pure, I was pure vibration at that. Just, ah, it's awesome. But anyway, long story short is, is like literally I was talking to Slee and Mike about, I was like, man, I think I don't want to get... I don't want to invest in something like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I know how I get about stuff is like, but I was like, I don't use it enough either. I want something. And then literally the next day that thing just like dropped in my socials. And I was like, what is this thing? And then you sent it to me. I was like, this is, remember what I was like, there's gotta be something just <laughs> accessible to like the and then you guys at puffco were like oh we have that here <laughs> sure, like, you paid me nothing no I, this is i'm not there's not at i know people might be listening like this is a paid ever none of this is it's just the truth it's just like i'm not a dab guy but this thing is it's so great so and mike's mad because i have one he does I just, you, see, you see, you see my Gandalf attached. Whoa, crushed opal. A crushed opal Gandalf from Eternal Flameworks. See, this is That's what you normally. Amazing. This is like, this is fat. This is just factory. 
<laughs> I like the Gan, you know, the long wizard Gandalf yeah, type of vibes right. going on with that. And I mean, honestly, like I think that's been the most impressive thing that I've seen, especially with this pipe, because you know, for better or for worse, you know, a lot of glass people are kind of like, oh, screw pens, screw different things and everything, and they're kind of hardcore. But, like, even before you guys dropped this one, I saw dudes blowing glass specifically to fit into this and, like, different ways to go about it. And I was like, oh, shit, look at the marrying of the two of it together. Like, that was a really cool type of thing. To Wait, see. so when I go to Eugene and go, I'm going to go get a blower to make me something real dope for the... Oh, there's actually going to be a ton at PuffCon too. So like oh, this year, we've got a, a ton of artists that are going to be there, like Ryan Fit, Elbow, like a lot of great artists are going to be there with some dope artwork. That's October first, right? It is. It is. Yeah, shameless, my, shameless plug. Don't. For I told my marketing wife, team. I told my wife today I handled some stuff that she didn't really want to handle, and she was like, "Thank you so much." I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to this dab thing on October first. All the he was like, "Okay." I was like, "It's it's like for the it's for the podcast." And she was like, "Work related." That's what I tried to say, and she was like, "Sure." She she really appreciates the fact that I have made my my cannabis use work related, uh, <laughs> right? Right. She can't totally. say anything. Like I I think at first she was like, "I see what you're doing," and I was like, "Right." And now she's like, "Oh, it doesn't cost us any money." I was like, "Not at all. No, it's." It pays for itself completely out of love. And she was like, I, you could tell at first she was like, I hate you so much, but that's part of why I love you. And I was like, I know it's great, right? All right. <laughs> totally. so, so how did you get into the cannabis industry? So, geez, going back a while, I, uh, so I, I came from politics, actually. I worked, I worked in politics. I, I worked for the, the state Democratic Party here. I worked for, I helped start Secretary of the Interior Holland's campaigns whenever she started running for like a state party chair here. I worked for Obama in 2012. But like, I was always kind of like, like I kind of, I kind of started way back. Like when, when I got to New Mexico, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I was just kind of like ran, I, I managed to pop a John's until until like I robbed a gunpoint one day. Right. I was like, <laughs> all right, all right. We got to figure this out. I don't know if this is the way. So this I decided is to go not to, even my favorite. If I'm being real honest. Papa John's not great. Not, not, not my favorite. <laughs> So I ended up going to school and I got a job for the student newspaper and started writing and started covering politics. And I was like, 06, 07, 08. And so that was, I got to cover the Democratic National Convention whenever Obama got the nomination. And so some local politicians liked my writing. And so I started working for them. And so I've worked in politics for like 10 years, working for a variety of people. Billy will probably know Alex Bregman's dad, Sam Bregman is a big politician there. I worked for him for a long time when Alex was at LSU. So it was, okay. it was fun, but it was like, you know, super draining, super stressful. And like you burn out, right? And I finally was like, I can't, can't do this anymore like well they kind of ring you out yeah right? and it's and it was like right They're at the just turn gonna be like yeah gonna, like yeah. i left around like 2015 it was right before it got like really in the gutter you know it used to be like bad but then it's taken like a especially sour turn the last you know six seven years i haven't so, noticed it's yeah well tell. you know you gotta, <laughs> you gotta really dial in right 
It is. But so like I was, I was tired of that. I, I got a job at a casino in their marketing department for a while. I didn't like that either. I was just sat at a desk all day and was super bored. And so my wife was like, you know, go do something you're passionate about. What are you passionate about? Cannabis. You know, I worked for the decriminalization campaign with Progress Now back when like 2014, something like that. I did some like Progress Now initiatives there, like decrimming stuff in Santa Fe and Albuquerque, things like that. And so I decided I wanted to get into cannabis. And so I got a job as like a special project manager for a local cannabis company in Albuquerque. And I worked for them for a couple years before the pandemic struck. And so I was basically in charge of like obtaining like isopropyl alcohol and gloves and masks for the company was like my job during the start of COVID. And, uh, but I've also got, you know, he's now 11, but I guess at the time he was what, eight or nine in like third grade. And so like my wife was the deputy chief of staff for the mayor of Albuquerque. And so like, she was super essential staff. So like one of us had to, had to like teach our kid. Right. And so like, I took the government rate of like, just stay at home and teaching like the rest of third, fourth, and most of fifth grade to our kid. And during that time, like there's like a lot of downtime during COVID, you know, where you're just like sitting at home, not doing a lot. And like one of the things that like, I feel like we as a community, the, the cannabis community lost was like that communal sense of like puff, puff, pass, right? Like that's what we do. We're used to smoking with our friends. Like, you know, we smoke alone whenever we're alone, but it's like hanging out with the friends and smoking weed and going doing stuff is what we do. And so a lot of us wanted that. And so some of my friends and I started the Puffco Discord back at the beginning of COVID. And so Discord gives you that, that video chat where you can all sit there and video chat. And we do a three, two, one countdown. Everybody double clicks at the same time. And you know, that that kind of brought back a bit of our sense of community. And so people found out about it through like Facebook groups and Reddit and started joining. And we got, you know, two, three, I think we're 4,000 members, something like that now. But co found out about it. And, you know, Roger, it was right before the, the drop of the pro. And so Roger found out about it. And like, they reached out to me. And we're like, we like what you're doing. Like, would you guys be interested in having Roger in there? Do like a Q&A? Stuff like that. We didn't know the pro was coming, but it was like, it felt like, you know, you wanted to get out there in the community and talk to people and kind of like, get ready for, you know, the oncoming media tour that was about to, you know, come with the release of the pro. And so that kind of started a relationship with Roger. And so whenever the community management position opened up, they reached out to me and asked if I'd be interested. And so I joined on along with three of the other guys that started the discord with me. And we do like the community engagement outreach stuff for Puffco now. Like, you know, they really value the feedback and like, what we want to do is make dope stuff. You know, it's like, we just want to make dope things that people in the community fuck with. Like, like you said, Mike, like we fuck with glass blowers. That's why we always try and make our products that are like compatible that like people can make things for, like, we love the glass community. We love the cannabis community in general. And so like, we didn't want to exclude those guys to make some kind of device that was impossible to make glass attachments for. Like we like the heady glass community. And so that's why I think you saw it get even easier with the proxy. Like if we just made this little thing that you can put in whatever, like I've got a proxy bong or a proxy pipe like what you, can, you know <laughs> yeah yeah you put it one of these too right goes right in there oh you know? man it's over it's so <laughs> it, it really is so like now i gotta things. shop for i gotta learn how to shop for that god damn it <laughs> it's um, it's a rabbit hole and like that's that's you know like you know during covid like i found the the puffco subreddit and was like oh Look at all these custom ball caps I can get. Look at all these custom, you know, glass tops I can get for my pros and for, you know, all my other devices. Like there's like, it's so much of a rabbit hole, like color coordinating and, you know, like, but it's, it's great. Like I love the community. I was super passionate about it. I think 
the company saw that and like that's how they want to be so now like i get to go to you know like dfo i got to go to dfo in portland a few months ago which was like the coolest thing ever like that's like mecca for me you know i got to just walk around and watch like salt glass and you know all these all these amazing people you just blow glass live on a stage you know for a competition for a weekend in an old shipyard like it's nothing like mj bizcon which i've heard you guys talk about before like i've been to mj bizcon in my old job too and like this is what a cannabis event should be dfo like well, it was well, so much fun mike why don't you tell person. me about shit like that well, not to be this person, but currently where I'm sitting is about two blocks away from where the DFO used to actually be ran down here in Eugene. Okay. Uh, you've walked around here, Billy, and you've okay. been all up in it. It's the cornerstone guys who started it. And, you know, yeah, it's one of the better ones, especially for glass blowers and stuff like that. They're, they're all weirder than growers. Work a lot weirder so, so much. i mean <laughs> it's such a weird and i mean that as a compliment but like also like way more mysterious too and kind of like like growers kind of want to i think because they growers are alone a lot so they want to chat it's like alaska where everyone wants to chat because you're the new they're like oh we've never seen you before let's talk but glass blowers i think because they they always hang out with other people right but I oh, think yeah. that that's why they're like, I don't care. I did what I want. People are going to buy this thing by. And you're like, man, I'm not mad at that. That seems awesome. Well, and even Isaiah, who we interviewed in the early Eugene episode, you know, he's one of my homies. He basically makes his living off of the resale market of glass. He's selling, you know, cowboy, banjo, like all these like really super heady stuff. All but these they... dogs. That's, that's a, <laughs> sounds like sounds like a hippie dog name. Like this is banjo, this is cowboy. <laughs> But they actually just have like hangouts. Like I swear to God, I talked about before on the podcast, it felt like Magic the Gathering kind of conventions. It was just all these dudes with dab rigs, like really heady resin stuff, and just dabbing out and showing each other their pieces and stuff. And it's like like that's that grassroots type of vibe. And especially you starting or doing the Discord. Thing. like that's honestly where i'm hearing a lot of the young dudes like i'm feeling like an old man when i first started growing cannabis it was the thc farmer you know forum there's a bunch of forums and then when legalization happened we moved to instagram and i was like oh shit it's all happening on instagram and now like all the young growers are like talking about like oh i'm on this discord channel oh i'm on that discord channel and i'm like what the fuck is discord i have no idea <laughs> sure well i mean it's just comes along with the territory of like you know cannabis is you know <clears throat> continues to be an oppressed community especially on you know yeah. in real life but also on social media and like you know like instagram you never know if like if, if your post is going to get pulled down or not like and what it's going to get pulled down for whether it's used a certain word whether it was a, something in the picture like but it's like you like if you especially glass blowers like to be a glass blower right now and like you that's that's your livelihood like like before social media like it would be so hard to get your work out to people and so now like having to trust zuckerberg with like whether or not you fit his algorithm or whether or not he's going to yank your account is tough so finding these cannabis oriented discords that have thousands of members that consume and are like 
talking about it and interested in comparing notes and comparing glass and comparing the hash or the flour they've got, like that's a place that's not going to have the rug pulled out from under you. So it feels like a bit of a safer space where the community's not at risk all the time of being taken away by whatever corporate Amazon web service overlords, you know. Are, we had our Instagram taken away. They took yeah, our sure. Instagram away for like a month. They took it away. I mean, it had like 710 Labs just got yanked a couple of days ago. I mean, they got yeah, it back, but it's like nobody. That was heartbreaking. Nobody love those guys. How nobody's is that? above it, you know? How? I mean, right? also, I mean, Jungle Boys got like, they came in like just took cash from them sure i saw that way that was ridiculous. so it's like like that was my thought too with that was like man if they're gonna go raid those dudes it's like okay yeah, like we're, we're still not safe and yeah so, that's like, what i that was what i mean i didn't finish yeah. that thought but that's exactly sure. what i meant where i was like if those dudes can get raided man oh it's not a yeah i mean cops banks social media like you know it's still it's still a struggle to to you know to do what we do you know it's tough i think that's why it's what y'all I mean, do and not to toot the puff co horn but like i'm we're just like honest about like which things we like and what we don't like because we don't have sponsors or anything it's pretty great but it's like that's that i mean alex the guy that works with Mike, he loves, he's a concentrate dude. And he's had the, he was the first dude that I ever heard Puffco about. He's also the dude I heard about discord and everything, but like, I mean, for the past couple of years, not to narc a homie out, but he just had his Puffco in his car next to him. And, you know, just like when he would take his break, you know, his lunch break and stuff like that, he would just go over and just use it. And it was just like, yeah, that looks fucking awesome. That looks amazing. And you know, honestly, I was just like, yeah, that's a great fucking product. Well, it's like it's perfect because it was like a gearhead thing. Because I think that's a lot of like what Mm -hmm. early dabbing also appealed to the ritual and the and the and the torch and the other stuff. And he had the even the e nail was a lot. You know what I mean? Like all that was like, hey, don't touch it. Uh, You're like, okay. (laughs) But like, but like I was like, man, there's got to be. And they kept like he said, like the pins and all of it was like so close. And you're like, this isn't it. And then Puffco was like, oh, here. It's like what y'all, I compare it to like when Heinz just turned the bottle upside down in the bottom, like the things on the, like the, the caps on the bottom now. And you're like, oh, yeah, there. That's, yeah. that's that a good sense. idea. That's, <laughs> that's what y'all, that's what your company has done for concentrates as far as like making them accessible to people that aren't nine pages deep in discord every day <laughs> sure and i think i think that's that's the goal right with with each of our products is to like like at the end of the day like we just want to be able to get high everywhere you know and so it's like with me with like a wife and a couple kids it's like it's tough to like go to family weddings with a blowtorch and a rig and like sneak off to a room <laughs> you know it's you know you don't there comes an age where it's like that's not completely acceptable anymore and so it's like for me the puffco was like the answer of like oh shit i don't have to be the guy at the wedding with a blowtorch anymore i can bring this cool little thing that people are actually like not afraid of you know and like maybe it like opens them up to hash because like one thing i love to talk about is hash and what it has to offer and so instead of scaring people away 
and making them, you know, think I'm a, the, the, the frightening uncle or something like that. I want to, <laughs> you know, want to be the cool guy with the Puffco and like, you know, bring people into the conversation, not have them freaked out immediately. And so maybe that opens them up to like the conversation and perhaps opening their mind a bit to, you know, cannabis and, you know, cause we still, we run into the stigma all the time, you know, especially family gatherings <laughs> or just like where it's like a drinking thing. I I went to this place. This is that's such a good example of like the stigma that's like even people are educated and they understand it's still not like like you're right. Like that that first wall is down where I think most people are like, it's not bad for you. It's not. I think there's still like a small percentage that's always gonna, but there's also a small percentage that thinks sex is bad for you and all that stuff too. So it's like we're not gonna win everybody. But that stigma that bugs me is that what you're talking about is like when you go out and everybody's like drunk or having fun and doing that and it's like you like smoke a joint or you go to your room and you're like man who smells like weed who's who's like doing weed here and you're like it's safer than you fucking drunks right now like <laughs> drives me yeah, like i got kicked out of a hotel room at this place because it was this wine place there was hammered and i went and smoked weed and the guy's like from the hotels, they can't smoke weed in here. I was like, everyone's fucking hammered. And he's like, I know, dude. I know. I'm sorry, you can't. I was like, okay. I mean, it makes, but I, it's also like, if you have kids, you don't want to smell like it all the time, too. Like flour, even though I, whatever. But this is, this you won't even do the thing. And it's, yeah. I'm, we're not selling it here, but we are, I guess. <laughs> There's sure, another. I mean, I'll have that. I. It's like this is another part of it where it's like it's so sticky and shit that my nerves don't like. <clears throat> I don't like be sticky. I have kids. I'm sticky all the time. That thing. Yes, Frank Castillo. I was hanging out with him at the comedy store, Hot and night. I had. I had seen it in a store and I was like, I'm not sure what that is. And then Frank had it and was using it. And I was like, well, that's, they've thought of it. And he was like, they've thought, they've literally thought of everything. <laughs> Cause it's like heats it up and just drops it. Oh, it's. I, the, hot, the hot knife is like one of like it's one of the tools that you see used by like puffco users but also like in like the dab videos too on like youtube or instagram or whatever it's like people that use traditional rigs use it people that use puffcos use it it's like it's i mean god it's it's, it's gotta be on my on my on my mount rushmore of favorite puffco things because it's like it's i love my pro i love my proxy but it's like i take that thing i have one at my desk i have one in my little dab closet here i keep one in my car i keep one in my wife's car i have one in my bag i'm like five hot knives it's just so it, i'm never without one so whenever you get used to one and then you don't have one anymore you're like Ah, I have to like break a Q-tip off and use the end of the Q-tip <laughs> to scrape my dab into the bowl. It's all annoying. It's so, like a, it's like a bidet. Yeah. It's, Once it's, you get used to a bidet and then you try to can't go back. Uh, well, it's you have to sometimes, but sure. then and you're just like, well, this day not right. So yeah. just to throw it out there, you know, Feel free to use it or not. Have you ever thought about doing like an infomercial and be like, there has to be an easier way, but take like a $30,000 dab rig and like fumble it and drop it down on the <laughs> ground just so it puts all of the people who like know about glass just breaks their mind? Well, you could get one of those those China versions of the glass that you can buy for like that looks like the other glass. 
Could they do it like, oh, that would be like a funny, like, where it's just infomercial style because that'd be pretty yeah, easy yeah. to shoot. And you're just like, there's got to be a better way. And you're like, <laughs> that's great. They did. If you scroll way back on either Roger or at Kevin Puffco's timeline, you'll see our ad for the dual tool, which is our Q tip that has a Q tip on one side and a loading tool on the other. Right. And if you, if you look at that, that's done like an infomercial and they, they did a really good job with that. But <laughs> I think, I, I think we're at our best whenever we're being funny. Like we've got a, like a really great, like creative marketing team. And like, they do some really hilarious stuff. You guys have just seen like the recent, like connoisseur ads that they just put up in the last couple of days, but it's like, they're just so funny and also like artistic while doing it. I really, I really enjoy our, our ads, whatever. We're just having a good time and horsing around. Yeah. Like it is the cool company and it's not one that's like, we're just trying to make as much money as humanly <laughs> possible. And it's like, I think these guys like actually like what they're doing and want to like do it. They're smart about it. It's like, I don't know. It's just like, I dig what you guys are doing. And there's other companies where like, I feel like if I turned and look the other way, you would actually try to steal money from my pocket while we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I feel like like culture like that kind of starts at the top too, you know? It's like on all my political campaigns, like the culture of the campaign was dictated by the candidate. And I feel like here at Puffco, like the culture is dictated by Roger and like Roger loves hash. Like the whole idea was like, like you mentioned, like beer bottles at a party. Like then that's the design choice behind the Puffco was like, he wanted the way to smoke hash. That was, it wasn't any different than somebody standing at a party with a beer. Right. And so that was kind of the design that they looked into whenever they designed the original. And it's like, you know, like our passion for creating things that are dope and that we like, we don't create things that we don't think that we would use ourselves. That's why you don't see a flower chamber from us. We don't vape flower. We smoke flower. We smoke joints. We vape hash. Like that's company policy. You know, we're never going to make people are always like make an herbal chamber. Like there's not going to be an herbal chamber because vaping herb is mids honestly and so like that's where we are we smoke our flour and joints we vape our hash and whatever <laughs> contraption we've got right but that's you know we're not going to make something just to make money off of we're going to make something because we think it's dope and we're going to use it ourselves it shows it's and yeah, i love this motherfucker buy one you guys uh, <laughs> I'm glad you like come. it. Look, say so. I have a I have a funny story for you about that, right? So I went to a, a dispensary here recently. So I live in Colorado, and so like the rec market here is really good. So yeah, uh, it is. As, it's, you know, it's affordable. I, as someone in California, it's affordable. Oh. <laughs> sure. Oh, absolutely. Gosh, it's like half the price of. It know, is like, crazy. Gosh. What I get. Um, they're like it's this much so i was like well then double it i'll just take is i'll just take two of everything then let's go sure right so i i went to a, a dispo here i went to the light shade dispo shout out to those guys i know they'll actually be listening to this and i was i got some hash and we we're talking i'm like you know so i'm always on my puff co thing they're like have you tried the proxy yet and they're like oh i haven't gotten to try the proxy yet i've got the pro but I haven't gotten the proxy yet but you know the first person i actually saw with a proxy was Billy Wayne Davis. I was like, yeah, no shit. That's the only person I seated with the proxy. That's awesome. <laughs> glad you like the pod. So. Man, that's cool. I'm Is glad that people, that's, I, whenever I, that people ask me to like show them stuff like that, I'm like, I will do it. But I don't think anyone's going to be like, you're Billy's a cannabis influencer. I, yeah. I loved it. I love it. I mean, I want to be 
an influencer just like just get grandmas and everybody smoking weed like that's <laughs> that's my whole goal but like yeah it's denver I, I love denver so much i'm coming back the special's coming out soon so we're coming back to do like a a release show man this is the first time i ever talked about on the god damn i just forgot this is a good this is a good vibe <laughs> podcast because i forgot we we're doing podcasts for a second <laughs> I was uh, a little bit over here, like, oh, no, no. there's no dates. It's like the dates are loose <laughs> right now, but it is soon and like not like in in the fall kind of thing. But like Denver's, I love Denver so much because like the last time we were there, we went to what's that cool ladies? It's a pure. What's her name? I can't. She's awesome. We interviewed her. Um, as soon as I say her name, I'll get it wrong. But she's dope as hell. <laughs> Remember, we went to her dispensary, and the guy looked at my ID, and he was like, "Hey, oh, you're yeah. from." It was like from. It's not even our. It was not our podcast. <laughs> not this a, podcast. I was just a guest on another podcast, and he was like, "Hey," and I was like, "Yeah, that is me." And he was like, "Hey, here's some weed stuff," and I was like, "This is." <laughs> it's Wanda. Her disp- dispensary. I'm trying to remember the name. It's the. Is it Pure Dispo? Is that the name of it? Because I think they opened one in New Jersey. They're opening one in New Jersey. Just cool. uh, I like that's that's uh, huge. So you get in town. Simply in pure. Ah, so close, right? I said very, Pure very Dispo. Close. That's yeah. I'm proud of me. You should be. I'm also like pretty happy that. People like people saw me doing the thing. That's because <laughs> when also my man is always like stuff, and I'm always like I people watch it, and now I can be like, hey, there's a guy in Denver that watches it. It's pretty. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. The whole thing managed to come full circle. Like I don't go to that many discos, you know. I go to you know one or two a week here or there, you know. And it's like kind of the same ones, but like the fact that it managed to come up, you know, was like pretty cool for you know. It's like hey, all right, nice. And now, if he's listening to this, we talked about him, and now it's like boom. What was his totally. name? What was his name? I gotta pull up his card. I think oh uh, his card's in my wallet. Oh, right now he's like, You son of a bitch. Son of a bitch, bitch. you forgot me. <laughs> what we just Zach. Oh, Zach. Zach. What's up, Zach? <laughs> What's up, Zach? Zach, hit us up. You can come to the show when we do the release thing. There's no date yet. And I but it's gonna <laughs> be fun. If it comes together like we want it to, it'll be it'll be more of an experience than a show is what it'll be. <laughs> Nice. Uh, I almost any- came up to your Church of Cannabis one that you shot, but I'd just seen you like the night before in Ratones. I was like, it would have been another drive up from Albuquerque at the time. So I was like, ah, I don't know. Well, I don't now, know if I can make that drive. Come to the, because it'll be at the Church of Cannabis is where we're going to do this show again. Awesome. And yeah, no, you had, it's, you made the right choice. Ratone was <laughs> a special. That was, that's those unique shows when I don't think people, Mike knows, like when I do shows like in Ratone, places like that it's like you're getting a very unique version of what i do because it's like the first 10 to 20 minutes i'm going to talk about that weird place that we visited because it's i love those shows those are some of my favorites like 
my dad said that he was with me. He was like, sure. "You like coming to like weird places, don't you?" Like, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, it's like these are like interesting. I've been to Denver a thousand million times. <laughs> Never been to the Rat, New Jersey, or New Mexico. <laughs> Sorry, I have been to the Rat, New Jersey. It's called it's Philly. Most places. <laughs> oh man, is there anything else? Like we were hitting the the about the forty five fifty minute mark on this one. We're trying to be more professional because. It's tough. I think. It, <laughs> so, is there any other shout outs or anything we missed? You want to plug? Can we direct people to tell them to go to Discord, even though? Oh, yeah, uh, sure. Absolutely. We should, Discord. Discord. we should probably go to Discord. This has been a good episode. <laughs> if you, you listen to us and you know what a Discord is, please help us start. That one kid, Ryan, Discord. that kept getting mad at us, the young one. Yeah, he would tell us early on. He was like Discord, and then he would get mad at us. But he was very young, and we were just like, okay. But now it makes sense. Where he was like, listen, I'm just trying to help you, old sons of bitches. If you guys need any help, definitely ping me. I'll be happy to give y'all a hand getting that set up for you. I got it. Oh, but yeah, go to go to Discord.gg/puffco. That's that's a direct link to the server. And also, I would try and attend PuffCon October 1st in LA. Schooly boy. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'll be there. Oh, we're going? That's crazy. You can come. Yeah, you can fly. It's not a far flight from. It's not. Yeah, just come. Okay. Mike's coming too. I'm coming too. Yeah, come down. Come down. No, it'll be fun. Yeah, you. we have a. I have a room you can stay in. I don't know why we haven't done. I should have said this. This is a fun episode of just. Billy <laughs> saying stuff. He Billy just said. letting all the things out. <laughs> I had to take my son to the my three year old to the urgent care. Oh no! I didn't have to take him, but it was for his mom. Guess sure. but guess what the doctor said? The same thing that Dad said. It doesn't look big enough for a stitch. So I think we're just gonna do a butterfly thing. But you know. You guys, Sorry, she doesn't the dad, listen to the, the dad podcast, down there. Just went so. this. The dad just that. Oh, she doesn't listen to this. I don't care. <laughs> I remember, like, like six months into us doing this, like the the theme song came out on my computer, and she was like, "Oh, that's cool. What is that?" And I was like, "That's the theme song to the podcast <laughs> I've been doing for six months." It's, we have fun. And she's <laughs> like, "Have you read my script?" And I was like, "That's not what we're talking about right now." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you. Yeah, um, sorry, any more shout outs? I'm having fun tonight. Oh, yeah, no, no. That's that's it for me. I appreciate you guys having me on. This is a blast, man. Love it. Yes, at any time you need to come tell us about new, you may be our our constant, our, our hash expert, if that's okay. Sure, yeah. Call, put me in anytime, coach. Happy to, happy to come <laughs> and talk hash with you guys anytime. Well, I think I'm you're sure. I'm sure we can let you guys. I'm sure we could set you guys up with uh, if you wanted to do a, a pod at PuffCon or anything like that. I'm sure we could figure something out and get you guys in touch with Kevin, something like that. So, college your boy. Yeah, that's a. This is a good episode. Cool. Yes, I like yeah. you. Hey, everyone's style. like, remember the episode where we see how the whole thing works. <laughs> just get the them dabbed up a little bit and they're just gonna show you how everything works <laughs> like, hey man we're we cool we cool let's do the thing 
I had I did use this right before a little bit, and I think that's what's happening now that I think about it. It's like I forget that hash makes me like it's like coffee for me, and everyone else is just. Poof, poof, but I'm like, hey, you guys, there's. <laughs> I think I, I think I can run to that mountain right now. <laughs> that's how it, that's how it treats me too. It's like a very caffeinated high for me. Like, hash, yes. like, like I smoke flour in the evenings, but I love hash during the day. Like it just keeps me going. A cup of coffee, a little bit of hash in the puff co. Like I feel, I feel great. <laughs> Ooh, that may be the switch up. I Man, what a great episode. I'm learning a lot about me. All right, you guys. <laughs> hit us up if you have any questions. Hit up the Discord. And if you want to run our Discord for free, do that too. And then, <laughs> you know, one day we might hire you like they did. But, you know, it'd be, it'll be way down the line. But so far Unless you do a crazy good job and then we get really popular. It's up to you. So thanks for <laughs> listening. And we'll see you at the October 1st. Mm-hmm.